Erevin that pehe last line on the bottom pedalad on the base. I'm Rabbi Yudah Meshmuel. Rabbi Yudah says the name Meshmuel. Let's keep in mind that names in this Gemara are going to be important. So it's Rabbi Yudah in the name of Meshmuel. And we turn to pehe amalad barsha ben sheikh hatzir. Muflagas bekaisa zeaba umikaisa zeaba zem meitzis kolshu umemali vizem meitzis kolshu umemali. If there is a water pit in an area between two hatzirs, so the two hatzirs are completely enclosed and have no access into the middle chata that has this water pit that no one lives in as well. But the two owners of the chatzeres have shlita over the center chatzah. Now, if there will be a Pesach from each of the individual chatzeres directly into the center chatzah, it will be also for both of the chatzeres because they can't use something which they both have shlita on and they both have access to. So it's a shared area. They would have to make a joint air between the two chatzeres. And if this water pit was within four tefachot to each chatzah, it would also be also to both since it would be considered tashbisha benachas even though it's through a window and not through doors. But since the bar is at a distance of four tefachim or more away from each side from each chatzah and the only way for each chatzah to use this bar is by throwing their bucket out of the window to the bar which is four tefachim or more away each chatzah doesn't have the ability to ask on the other one and they can therefore draw water from the bar but the Chiddush Rabbi Huda is that you need some sort of hekka to remind them that generally if two chatzahs have equal access to an area that you do need an actual joint air just in our scenario it's not considered that they jointly are using this chatzah since their only access is through the window and through the avir that's four tefachim away, that's not considered access. So according to Rabbi Huda, he says in the name of his Rabbi Shmuel, that the only way to be matadis is by having a heka, you make a narrow slat, and that serves as some sort of a heka. Rabbi Huda, they, um, Rabbi Huda himself says, I feel kanya, that you could use a reed, you don't need a narrow slat, you can even use a flimsy reed. And l'chari, there's no machlekes between Rabbi Huda and Shmuel, just Rabbi Huda is pointing out that even Shmuel, though Shmuel says it, but he gave a slat, I say that it's based on having a heka, and therefore even a reed would work. Abai says to his Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda, this member of Yehuda that said that you need some sort of a heka is the Shmuel, is based on a member of his Rabbi Shmuel. Because if he would be saying from his Rabbi Rav, again, Rabbi Yehuda learned both by Shmuel and by Rav, but Rav holds that a person cannot extend an Issa. It's not considered like he has any usage of an area where he only could get through that area by throwing something horizontally through the air for Tvachim or more. And as we'll see soon, that means that Lafi Rav don't even need a hacker. It's considered that you don't have any usage of it. And therefore, if one person, for example, has to get somewhere by throwing something, the other person doesn't have to throw it, then the din is this one has a right to use it, and the other one doesn't ask. It's not considered that he has usage that is mevatal the other one's usage, or it's not considered like they have any joint shukfits over there and they don't need a joint Arab. And the Gemara now asks a very interesting question. Uda Shmuel Meheka, how did Abayah know that Rabbi Huda was going with the member of Shmuel? Now Rashi asks, what do you mean? How did he know? We just said on Pedalim and Beis, Amar Rabbi Huda, Amar Shmuel. Rabbi Huda said this in the name of Shmuel, and then he said that Shmuel required slats as a hacker, and Rabbi Huda himself held that he could even use a reed. But we just brought that Rabbi Huda said in the name of Shmuel, and Rashi says the Kasach Tai Dechasha. Now we have a Havmi. The Chishama Abay Lahod Rabbi Huda Milsabap in Nafshi Shama. And when Abay heard his member Rabbi Huda, he didn't hear that it said Amar Rabbi Huda Shmuel. He only heard the second part, and it said Amar Rabbi Huda Bar Shabim Beis Chatzeres Mufleidus Abba Mikan Mikan Zem Mitzikana Kol and the other one also takes out a reed and makes a heka and that's all you need. He didn't have the first member that spoke about the narrow slat that was based on the din of Shmuel and therefore yes, L'chayr is going to feed Divri Shmuel and not L'fi Rab because according to Rab, you shouldn't need any heka at all.
So the Gemara continues and tries from one member of Shmuel. If it's from the member that we had on Pedal and Beis yesterday's daf, the Amr of Nachman and Shmuel, Gaga Sonok Lishus Rabbim. If there was a roof that was close to the Rishus Rabbim, Sarach Sulam Kavul Leiteri, and we said that you need a Sulam that's a fixed Sulam and a permanent Sulam in order to be Mata to carry from the roof to the Mapeses or from the Mapeses onto the Gag. And over there we explain the reason why you need a permanent ladder was in order to show and be Megaladas that my usage in this house is from the roof. Onto my pesos, I have no shaykhs to the Rishus Rabbim at all. But Shmuel clearly said over there that if there wouldn't be this permanent ladder, there would be no right to carry from the Gag Mapeset. Why? Because there would be access to the Rishus Rabbim and that would ask Now, how do you have access from the Rishus Rabbim onto this Gag or the Only by throwing something onto that area, but it's really four Tvachim away. Like Rashi explains, She'en Gag Zeh, that a roof that's next to Rishus Rabbim is actually not really to be used directly. From the Rishus Rabbim, unless you throw a package from the Rishus Rabbim onto the Gag, why? There used to be protrusions near a Rishus Rabbim on the wall of the Rishus Yachid in order that people shouldn't get too close within four Tvachim of that area. And therefore, of course, the four Tvachim way, you have to throw it a horizontal distance of four Tvachim. And you see from Shmuel that even Tashmish Al Aver, even by throwing something through airspace, that's still considered enough of a to Asr on the Gag. But the Gemara responds that it's possible that Shmuel held that by using the Avid that's not considered Tashmish. But in the case of Shmuel over there, but it gave the Gag, maybe it's going like what Papa explained before, that we're talking about a person that wants to use the Gag to use to put on their scarves or their hats, which are very light items, and therefore on that type of item, they actually go very close to the Gag and to the Rishus HaYachid in order to get their item onto the top of the roof. They would go very close to that area and it's actually within four Tvachim and therefore it's not relevant and not pertinent to the Shiloh of Shmuel of our Gemara. And that's what Tyson says in the second Tyson. The originally thought it's talking about heavy packages. The only way to get them on the roof is by throwing them. And therefore it actually goes for Tvachim in the Ave in the airspace or the Gag Umishani, and then the Gemara answers now that talk about like her papa Bekumta Vesudra by hats and scarves should dove a collar it's very light and it doesn't go through the airspace and the Gemara continues and says, El Meha, the way Abaya actually knew the din that Rabbi Yehuda said was in the name of Shmuel is from this actual member. Now, the Gemara is going to bring down the actual member that we just had. So Rashi says over here, at this point, the Gemara understands. Abaya really heard the same thing and the same version as our Gemara. That Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, the din that when you have these two chatseris that are next to each other, but not within Fort Fakim, the din is that you need a hacker and you need a narrow slat. And that's what the Gemara brings right now. Zeh might see this called it's only because you had a slat as a hecker. But if you didn't bring out a narrow slat as your hecker, we would say, it would ask on his friend, even though he's going through the airspace and he's throwing it four trucks through the airspace. And that is the sheet of Shmuel, which Abai was referencing to Rabbi Yisab and saying, when Rabbi Yudah said this member was in the name of Shmuel. Now, so, of course, that's Pashat. The Territ says, Rashi explains that his Habamina Abai or 
But his Kiddush was that you might think that when Rabbi Yudah said his din, that he said by himself that all you need is read instead of an arrow slat, you might think that there's some sort of argument. Kamashmon, that Rabbi Yudah is Beshita Shmuel, that the reason why you need to read is because of a hecker and not for any other reason. And his main proof to that is since Rabbi Yehuda was a Talmud of both Shmuel and Rab, and as Abayah will prove in a moment that Rabbi Yehuda for sure wasn't going in the Shitas Rab because according to Rab you don't even need a hacker. Therefore, he must be going in the Shita of Shmuel. And Rabbi Yehuda said his din that you need to read. He wasn't arguing on the Shita of Shmuel. He was just explaining that the Shir of Shmuel is based on being a hacker, and that's why you need a narrow slat. And I say it would also be good enough, and Shmuel would agree with me that a read would be fine as well. And the Gemara continues and wants to know what is Pshat that Abayah said that this Shita is not like Rab. Where did he see that Rab held such a concept that ain't Adam Isaacher Derek Avia that there's no ability to ask on your friend by going through the airspace for Tfachim? There's no vertical issue of going through space that does not create bilas. And the Gemara answered Rab Mehecha. Where do you see the Shita of Rab? Eli Meha. If you're going to say it's from the case we had yesterday, Shade because it's right. If you have two porches, one above the other, you made the water contraption for the upper porch and not for the lower porch. You didn't make the mechitza tuya that is needed and the hole in order to put your pail through this porch and draw the water from the bottom from the river as we explained yesterday generally that would be asa because you can't carry from a kamus which is the water into your shisher but by making this contraption we allowed you to do it because we'll make up in a gay water but the din was that in that case stay in Asuras, that both could be asa because they both have rights to this water area and that was not done through an air and therefore achi arvu until they make a joint air it would be also for both of them to use this water hole but i'm ravun i'm rab and Rafuna said the name Rav over there, Lashanu El Besmucha, that the only time we said that there's an Issa is only when the two porches are right next to each other. If the two porches are four Tvachim or more away from each other, here we're not talking top to bottom, we're talking right to left on a horizontal plane, they're four Tvachim away from each other, then the din is that the top one has proper access to this water hole, however the bottom one, which is four Tvachim away, and would have to throw their pail four Tvachim in order to reach that hole, therefore that's not considered that they're close enough, and it's not considered the Mimbatla because they would throw and their Tashvis is only only through the airspace, and as we just explained, according to Rav, that's not considered Tashvis at all, that's not considered that you have any Ishtamshis and any use of this area, and that's why it's considered like Ruvain owns and has proper usage of this area by himself, and Shimon, who has to throw it for Tvachim, doesn't have any usage, and that's why the person that lives by the upper porch is, has a right to, let's call him Ruvain, and by the bottom porch is also because he has no right to that area. That that's not the Pshat and Rav over there. It could be the Rav hold that two things would be on the same exact vertical level. They would be actually side by side. Just the difference would be that the fourth Tvachim away, for example, in our scenario, maybe over there, we would say that usage of airspace of fourth Tvachim is still considered enough of a usage and they would ask on each other. But over here, the reason why we say that the upper is mutter, the bottom one is also, is because we have three problems over here. First of all, the bottom one has to throw his item upwards for an up- upward motion. Secondly, he has to throw it horizontally from right to left, four tfachim or more. And number three, also afterwards, has to go through the hole down to the bottom into the river. And therefore, there's three motions that he has to, has to do. However, the Ruvain who lives at the top, all he has to do is take
take his pail and lower it down into the water and it comes out according to Rav it's like it's very easy for Ruben to use this it's considered like he's on a regular flat plane like he's on a Pesach and it's considered like Shmuel has to throw something and there everyone agreed before that the din is that you go with the one it's considered that it's his wishes by himself and he does not need an Arab now it's important to point out that we had Machlekes before between Rav and Shmuel in a gay case Shmuel said that since the one that's doing Shilshul is much easier it's considered Zebanachas and Zebakasha but Rav held that we don't look at comparative ease we look at it and we say both of them has a hard time to do something Shilshul and Zrika is not a derech Pesach and therefore we said before the three Rav that we consider it equally Zebakasha both of them are considered hard to use this area and therefore they're going to need a joint air to use that area so Lechayr over here also how can you say that we're going to look at a comparative Rashi says that's over there because of but over here it's much worse over here Reuven has a right to just lower his item into there and Shimon has to do Shilshul he has to do Zrika and he also has to do Derek Av he has to go horizontally that is a case like the Gemara says that's much more similar to a case of Lezebizrika or Lezebipesach and therefore Rab would say that Reuven has all bilas and Shimon has no rights over here and the Gemara now continues to try to find the member where Rab says and we say as follows but from here if there are two houses owned by Ruvain and Shimon that are in their own enclosed chateres and in between the chateres there are three chorvays which had broken walls and no one was living there and right now the Gemara thinks that these ruins are all in a straight line so you have chorva A, B and C which are considered owned by these two chateres and the only access from these houses into the chateres is through their windows so the Ruvain can use chorva A which is right next to his bias through his chalon by throwing things into the chorah and even if it's being thrown more than four tvachim through the airspace away from his house but Reuben cannot throw something from his bias into chorah C which is next to Shimon's house but we clearly see that Reuben can use the chorah that's next to his house now even though Shimon can potentially take something and throw it from his window through the airspace of chorah C and B and let it land in chorah A and that would actually be a usage that he has to potentially together with Reuben and the should ask her because they have some sort of shifas in this chutz and they should need an Arab. But you see from Rav clearly that the fact that he could use that area only through something derech ave by throwing vertically more than four tvachim is not considered a usage and therefore Reuven has a right to use this by himself even without an Arab. And we turn to Peheyam and Beis, Vansoya also. Rav said, but the middle area, the middle chorva, let's call that chorva B, would be also for both of them to use and that's going to be a bit of an issue at least at this point because the Gemara will ask, Lechayr, it's only accessible through the Ave, both for Ruvay and for Shimon, and it's for Tzvachim away, so we should be considered that it's mutter to both of them, because they all have access through the Ave, and that the Gemara will discuss in a moment. But Yasser Rabbeinu, Vekamala Shmaitzer, Rabbeinu was saying over this member of Rav, Amalei Rabbelazah, Barbe Rav, Amalei Rav Hachi, you the Talmud of the Yeshiva of Rav, did Rav really say such a member? Amalei, Rabbeinu responds back, in he really did say that. Achvili Yishpuzei, Rabbelazah says, I still don't believe you, I want to speak to Rav directly, and he says, show me where you're staying. Achvili and showed him, also come here to Rav, and Rabbelazah went in front of Rav, Amalei, and Rabbelazah says to Rav, Amalei, did you really say such a member? Amalei, Rav responded to Rabbelazah, and I said such a member, Amalei, Rabbelazah says, but Rabbelazah holds, by the fact that both Reuben and Shimon are also to use the center Chorva and Chorva B, it's Murach that Rav holds, that although the only way Reuben and Shimon can use this area is by throwing horizontally for Fort Tvachim, Derech Avir, that is still considered usage, and since both Reuben and Shimon have equal access, they would need a joint Arab in order to be able to use this 
Korban Shabbos. And therefore, it must be the reason why Reuben can use Chorva A, which is close to Zalf, although Shimon has access to Derech Avia, cannot be because Hishtamshus Derech Avia isn't considered Hishtamshus, but it must be because of the concept of comparative ease. It is Lezeb Benachas, Lezeb It is simple for Reuben to use this area, which is right next to his house, Derech Samsul and Zrika, whereas it is much more difficult for Shimon to use Chorva A, as it's only access by throwing Derech Avia much more than four Tvachim. He has to go from the window of his house through Chorva C, Chorva B, and into Chorva A. And that can't be because Rav held that we don't use the concept of comparative usage because we said that Rav is Chorva Shmuel and holds Lezeb Bezrika or Lezeb Bezshoshul that Shnei Masurim. We look at it even though it's easier of course to lower something down we still look at it as if they both have equal access and therefore they are both also. So how can you say that Reuven over here is Muta to utilize Chorva A and Shimon's Muta to utilize Chorva C for example L'Chorva both of them have access to the other one's Chorva and it should ask on them Our Malay Rav the scenario I was discussing was not set up where Chorva A, B, and C were right next to each other in a consecutive straight line. The Chorvas were actually situated and looked like a tripod where Chorva A and Chorva C were in a consecutive row and Chorva A was right next to and connected to Reuven's house and not to Shimon's and Chorva C was only connected to Shimon's house and not to Reuven. And there was a third Chorva, Chorva B, which was connected both to Reuven and to Shimon's house. And Rav says that I hold that Ishtamshus Derech Ava is definitely not considered Shtamshus, and that's why Rubik can use and has exclusive rights to Chorva A, and Shimon has exclusive rights to Chorva C, as we explained before. But Chorva B has equal usage to Rubin and to Shimon, and that's why it's us to both of them. But again, the main point of the Gemara is that we see clearly that Rav held that usage Derech Ava isn't considered usage at all, and we don't even need any hecker, not of a narrow slap, a ziz culture like Shmuel said, and not even of a read like Rabbi Huda said. And the Gemara continues, I'm going to popular Rav, let me Shmuel lesser Rabbi, it would come out that Shmuel is not like Rabbi, because Shmuel just said that Adam Oysal Chaber Derek Aver, that even going through the Aver would Asa on his area, and therefore, like we said before, you need some sort of a hacker, but that's not like Rabbi. The Chiyasa Rabbi, I remember Yechon, because Rabbi came from Eretzal, instead of the name of Rabbi Yechon, I'm not going to say anybody down or down, multiple names of Shisrahim, this is the standard case of a Makub Torah, and if you have, for example, a pillar that's less than four by four, the din is that. That's considered Makam Torah. And a person in Rosh Hashanah could go and place their packages on that area. And a person from Rosh Hashanah could also place their packages on the area. However, you can't go and one person, for example, Reuben goes, takes their packages from Rosh Hashanah and places on that pillar. He walks into Rosh Hashanah and he goes and takes the packages off of the pillar. Now, Lechayra, mid rice, of course, that wouldn't be a problem because you're going from Rosh Hashanah and you have a Hanacha in a Makam Torah. And then you take from Makam Torah and make a Kira from a Makam Torah into Rosh Hashanah. Of course, that's not a problem with Raisa. But Midrash Baran, we said, we're not allowed to do it. But the point is, over there we said that this area which is less than 4x4 four four, you're allowed to place something on there now why should you be able to place something on there because we look at it like it's considered Avir and therefore if it's considered Avir and Shmuel said when you have a case of Avir we have to have a hacker over here we should have to make a hacker in order to use a Makub Tur and the Gemara answer over there in the case of Rabbi by Makub Tur both Rishus were Deraisa there was Rishus Yachin and Rishus Ram and the Makub Tur the Avir was between them, there we don't make exera. But over here, with both Rishus with Rabban, they were both Chatzeris, and they were just four Tfachim away from each other. Over there, we need a Hekka because it's only Rabbanan. Therefore, the Chacham needed to make a Chizal Tvarim, Yaisim Shaltaya, as we have a general rule in many places. Amal Ravina Rava. Ravina says to Rava, Miam Rava, did Rav really say such a concept that a Makim of Avia, of Dalad Abbas, is not considered any usage? Well, we learned. Shnei Batam, Shnei Tzid Rishus Ram. If there are two houses on two sides of Rishus Ram, both houses are owned by one individual, one person. 
person, and therefore there's no problem with everyone over here. So Rab, Rab, Huna, Am Rab, we said in the name of Rab, also Blizzard, Mizalaz, you now throw from bias one to bias number two across Rosh Hashanah, even though it's over 10 Tfachim. Now, Lechayr, if it's over 10 Tfachim, Lechayr, that's in the Abir, and that's not considered usage. Ushmul, I'm a mutter Blizzard, Mizalaz, and Shmuel says you let it throw from one to the other, and there's no need for Hekka, Lefi Shmuel, even though we said before that you need a Hekka, Rashi points out, of course, because here it's going from Rosh Yachid through Rosh Hashanah, through to another Rosh Hashanah, and therefore there are Rosh to rice over here, and there is no need for a Takana for any Hekka. But the point is that Lechayr Lefi Rab, how can you say it's also Lizrik Bezelazah? Our Malay Rab responds, Lab me a Kimna, the middle Chalamitisachad. Over there we have to explain that one area, one house was actually taller or on a higher plane than the other, the other one was much lower. And therefore, since it's not a direct throw, Zimdan the Maganda of enough of that over there Rav had to make a Takana and say, you know, let's throw from one interior to the other area. Even go, though you're going through an Aver, and Rav generally holds that going through an Aver is not considered Shtapshish, there's no problem. However, over here, it might actually not reach that area, it might reach that area and then bounce back and fall into Rishis Ram. Once it falls into Rishis the person might get mixed up and go and pick it up in Rishis Ram and take it into the other side, to his other house, and that would actually be an Akira and Anacha from Rishis Rabbim into Rishis Yachim, which is, of course, an Isidrais, and that's why we make a Xero over there. And we will stop at the Mishnah.